Hello, everybody. Welcome back. (laughs) This is Don't Fuck With Ghosts, the podcast about all things haunted, spooky, and supernatural. We are your Blost sisters. I am Betsy. And I'm Greer. I am coming down from a T-Pain concert. (laughs) (laughs) A T-Pain high. Oh, man. I saw him in 2019, too, and he he still lives up, you know? That is crazy that you have seen T-Pain twice in your life. Not once, but twice. And most people will go their whole lives without seeing him. I'm sad for those people, honestly. (laughs) He's so great. I'm glad that he won The Masked Singer because then people know he actually has the voice of an angel. He's in a new era. Um, He just came out with a new album called on top of the covers i think which is a covered album like it's all covered that's so genius and so he sang um a few of those last night including stay with me which is what he sang on mass singer when he won and so i he he performed that song back in 2019 which was the year he had won and then he performed it again (laughs) his victory tour (laughs) yeah yeah no but he's he's great best performance of the night Ooh, I mean, he did a lot of um, like songs that he was featured on. So like the one with Pitbull, ooh, baby, baby, la 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 la. la. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a, that's a very that came out when we were in high school, right? Yes, that, yeah. that was like the same. Like yeah, that yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So I loved that one. Buy you a drink, bartender, um, up down. Oh man, there's just so many good. There's so many good numbers. Anyway, that's my, my weekend so far. <laughs> I went to a baseball game yesterday, and there was a massive thunderstorm. So I'm, I'm. It was fun, but I mostly just ended the night very, very tired. Yeah, but it was Harry bed. Potter themed. So it was Harry Potter. Did you get a scarf? I did. Okay. <gasps> okay. So they gave out um, house scarves, but they were really smart about it because they gave the scarves in a box and so you couldn't see what your scarf was until you would like gone through the line I think because they didn't <gasps> want to deal with people being like I don't I want a Gryffindor <laughs> scarf um and yeah. so oop, there's my antidepressant alarm I already oh. took it though oh good, good um and so we all got our boxes and we opened them up and I got a Gryffindor scarf which I no 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 Whatever. I got a scarf that I didn't want. It was either Gryffindor or Ravenclaw, but then I made Corey trade me, even though I didn't Did want he what he had. Did he get a Hufflepuff one? No. <gasps> okay, so there was no Hufflepuffs in our group of four. And then this random adult man comes over, and he's like, hey, does anybody want to trade scarves? And I was like, <laughs> what do you have? And he was like, he sheepishly was like, um, Hufflepuff. And I was like, yes! <laughs> do you want a Gryffindor? And he was like, yeah. Oh, my God. This is like an underground operation. I know. It was crazy. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So then I got my Hufflepuff scarf, and Corey didn't care what he had. And um, Nicole and Alex were happy with their selections. Nice. But, and they were like pretty nice scarves too. Yeah. So too hot to wear in July, but. Yeah. I was almost going to have to use it as a sweat rag because it was so <laughs> Then you have like little pieces of fluff, fluff all, all over, over you. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good game, but I'm not quite on as much of a high as Betsy is. I do also have a big announcement. I have a new familiar. Her name is Stevie Nicks. She's a black cat, and she's hiding under the bed right now. <laughs> Wait, explain what a familiar is for all. Oh, I just looked at her face. Well, Ex- I, I briefly a- talked about it before, but a familiar is like a spirit animal kind of guide for witches, and they're there to be protective and help you along your journey. And Excellent. she's my little black cat, and I, <laughs> even before I got her, I have like black cat art on my walls. 
I love black cats. Well, you have Melvin. I have Melvin. I grew up with Melvin. He's my 20-year-old floofball. Did I tell you that Mary's getting him shaved? My mom. Jeez. Oh, because of the matting? Yeah, he's covered in mats. Oh. Like, he stopped grooming himself, um, and he's, yeah, he's covered in mats, and she's tried to cut them off herself, and it's just not... It's not working, so she wants to get him shaved. Is he going to be, be like, receptive to that? No, but, like, <laughs> I think he'll he'll be so much more comfortable after, but he's going to look like a freak. Because <laughs> <laughs> when they <laughs> shave cats, they leave their heads unshaven. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'll leave in Maine. Poor Melvin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to... Oh, God. It'll well, be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah, so I have a new little buddy. She's so cute. She's adorable, but she goes crazy at night. And sometimes I have to kick her out of my room because she's meowing at the moon and jumping all over me. And she, yeah, so that can get a bit much. But now she's she's chilling and she's hiding under the bed. I want her to come out and be my best friend. But I know that'll take time. Yeah, she has I mean, to as long my as smell, yeah, she, my she'll presence. get used to your smell and your, and your voice and yeah. everything. And she'll come out eventually. She came out for um, Brooke the other day. <gasps> Yeah, because I, well, I gave Brooke treats to give her, so she just put them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's my big news. But we also have another big update for the both of us. Yes! So was it during our last episode? Our last we, episode. When Betsy covered the Salem witch trials. Yep. And <laughs> we were talking about how, like, I was like, oh my God, I really want to go to Salem. Like, we need to do a trip. And little did I know that, like, a few weeks later, when Betsy presented me with my birthday present, <laughs> she presented me with a PowerPoint, and I was like, okay, what's going on? She has fully planned a trip for us to go to Salem in November, and, like, <laughs> she booked us. We're, like, in a haunted hotel. She, like, planned this whole weekend for my birthday. <laughs> While we were talking about it, I was like, man, we got to go to Salem. And she was like, oh, my God, I know. We totally have to. She knew the whole time. <laughs> Fake ass bitch. I know. Oh, yeah, it's going to be so it. fun. I couldn't spoil it. I have a good poker face, I guess. You do. Haha. <laughs> but yeah, we're going Veterans Day weekend because we didn't want to go in October because that's just crazy and too many tourists and everything was going to be more expensive and everything was going to be booked. Like this place that I booked for us was one of the last few places in Salem that had availability and I booked in June for a November trip. That's so crazy. Yeah. But we still wanted to go in the fall. So I'm very excited. It's going to be it's on so our bucket fun. List. And we're seeing 1975. <laughs> I forgot about that part, too. This is kind of like a very spontaneous happening. Like, yeah. I decided pretty quick, like, pretty out of the blue that I was going to plan this trip for us. And then we tacked on the 1975, too. <laughs> it was, and that's like... Serendipitous. That's the word. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we first... we Their first album came out right around when we went on, like, this spring break trip senior year of high school to London with our Latin class. It was a whole thing. But so that was pretty much all we listened to the whole trip. So it's been 10 years just about of that music, which is crazy. So we're going to end our trip seeing 1975 and it's going to be like the most amazing weekend. Also 1975 vibe fits with like Salem and spooky fall. Cause it's like Doc Martens and like emo. I already know what I'm wearing. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't surprise me at all. You got to plan the fit no, for you the do. trip. You, you know? do, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But I'm very excited to learn about what you're talking about today. Yeah. I'm sure almost everyone listening right now knows about Annabelle, the haunted doll owned Creepy by Ed and Lorraine doll. Warren that inspired the Conjuring Universe of movies. Quick question about that, because now both of them have passed on, and I know the occult museum is closed. 
Oh, like what's up with Annabelle? Annabelle or any of the other artifacts that they have. You know Zach Baggins is going to swoop in. Well, yeah. And he purchase definitely all ha- of it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he definitely has some of them, but I, uh, maybe their daughter is keeping Maybe. Is it. their daughter involved in the I don't think she practices or demonology anything? or anything, but... Oh my I, god! I'm not sure. Could you imagine like that? Either you don't practice demonology because you don't believe in it, or because you're too scared of it, and then your parents die and you inherit all of their <laughs> demonically <laughs> possessed. Maybe she just, stuff. just wasn't interested in it, and you're like, God damn it! What, what do I do with all this shit? I guess you would just leave the room locked and never ever go in there ever. But then you have to get. I don't know. I feel like she would. I feel like she would if she was not interested in it, and she'd probably give it to people like Zach Baggins. Probably. But then also she would want to respect her parents' wishes and they probably had oh requests for what to do with it in their yeah. wills. I don't know. That's a good question, though. We'll report back if we ever learn more about the situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I was saying, pretty sure everyone knows about Annabelle. Um, but today I'm going to be talking about another haunted doll who resides in Key West, Florida called Robert mm. the Doll. And I thought... <gasps> what? Oh, no, never mind. I thought I've been to... Key- Wait, no, I have been to Key West, but I didn't get to see him. Well... I went to um, Hemingway's house. That's cool. Yeah. Well, next time, you can see Robert the doll. Okay. But I thought... Like, I didn't realize he was super, super famous, like, kind of on the level of Annabelle-ish. Except he seems a bit more, like, mischievous, whereas Annabelle is, like, the devil. <laughs> um, but... Um, I was, I told Betsy I was talking about a haunted doll, and she, or Robert, and she was like, oh my god, I know Robert. And then my friend Nicole was like, oh my god, are you talking about Robert the doll? And I was like, what the fuck? How does everybody know about this fucking doll except for me? I only know like one detail about him though, so okay. I'm, I, I'm, well, I have excited four and a half to five pages of notes, so Perfect. you're gonna have a lot to learn Perfect. about him. So, Robert the doll looks straight up horrifying, and you've seen pictures of him, so I, I don't need to show this. you, but um, it, he's, like, absolutely something that you would see and be like, yeah, that thing is haunted, and I'm going <laughs> to stay away from him. Um, and I used an article on atlasobscura.com as one of my sources, So, and they had a really good description of him, so I'm just going to read that verbatim. So they say that Robert the doll is, quote, ostensibly a little boy in a sailor suit. He's like um, a life-size doll, probably three feet tall. He's life-size? He's, he's big. I thought he was like a little puppet. No, 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 no. Oh, my he's God. like a life-size, like child-size doll. No, that's doll. terrifying. It's horrifying. Do you remember my life-size Barbie? No. <gasps> Wait, how big was it? Wait. She was life-size, like a child life-size, but... <laughs> yeah. She was five feet, ten inches tall. Yeah, she was life-size, and then, this is kind of disturbing, but my brother used her head. We decapitated her, <laughs> and my brother used her head as, like, a base to create a sculpture of, like, a bust for one of his art classes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, now there's a... I don't know what happened to her body. You there might be a decapitated her- Barbie body and you should take her to the barbie movie yeah i'm just kidding (laughs) hey guys it's me it's just me and nothing else to see (laughs) so yeah robert is like the size of a small child oh my god and atlas obscura goes on to say his careworn face is only vaguely human his nub of a nose looks like a pair of pinholes he is covered in brown nicks like scars and he has like it looks like his face has been poked with needles all over. It's like 
His face just looks like fucked up. Oh my god. Um, his eyes are beady and black, and he wears a malevolent smirk. <laughs> <laughs> Clasped in his lap, he's holding his own toy, a dog with garish, popping eyes and a too big tongue lolling out of crazily out of its mouth. What? So, um, oh yeah, I mentioned he's wearing a sailor suit, uh-huh. which I'll explain the details oh my god. about that. A little later. So Robert the Doll's story starts in the early 1900s. So he's old. He's like 118 years old. So he starts in the early 1900s with the Otto family who lived at 534 Eaton Street in Key West, Florida. And this house is so beautiful. It's like an old multi-story house with like an upper veranda and like a lower mm. porch. It's like very that beautiful. It kind of sounds like Hemingway's house. It might, I've never seen pictures, but it might be similar, mm-hmm. but it definitely, you look at it and you're like, this is an old house. It's like, it's like old kind of Southern spooky yeah. oh. vibes. Yeah. It's very beautiful. Um, but Robert the doll was originally a gift given from grandfather to grandson. So Robert Eugene Otto, who is known as Gene by his family, received Robert the doll as a birthday present when he was a young boy from his grandfather who bought it during a trip to Germany in 1904. And the Germany detail will be relevant much later on in, <laughs> in my coverage of Robert the doll and his noted, noted universe. Um, <laughs> so Jean, who is the son. So just for, since they share the same name, Jean is the son and Robert is the doll. So Jean developed a interesting relationship with the doll and some people thought he became like emotionally dependent on the doll. Um, I don't know what clothing Robert arrived in when he was given as a gift, but Jean decided to dress Robert in one of his own like white, you know, children's like sailor costumes. So he's wearing his white sailor's (sighs) costume, the white sailor's hat. I keep forgetting that this doll's life. (laughs) I know. And Jean brought Robert with him everywhere. And Gene even named the doll Robert after himself. Because if you remember, Gene's <gasps> legal first name oh, is Robert. Oh, my God. Um, and Gene would also talk about Robert as if he was, like, a real person and not just a doll. Like, as if he was, like, a friend or a sibling. So he, like, treated the doll like he was a real living person. Um, <laughs> yeah. So once Robert came into Jean's life, came into Jean's life, really strange things started to happen. Uh, Jean's family and their servants would often hear Jean in his bedroom, alone in his bedroom, having conversations with himself in two different voices. Mm-hmm. They would hear Jean's like soft, childlike whisper, and then another much deeper, no! raspier voice. <laughs> So wait, does that mean Robert's not a little boy? I don't. I, or maybe maybe don't, Robert's a chain smoker. Like Robert could be Shirley the chain smoker. <laughs> we don't. I they don't like give any explanation as to who might be inhabiting Robert. Oh the theory God. is that there was some like voodoo involved. Okay, with like um, all the marks on his face. I think so. Oh, um, boy, but they they like my research never uncovered like who they think Robert really is, but. His family was hearing him having conversations in his room alone with a deep, raspy voice. Um, And on several occasions, his family would wake up in the middle of the night to Gene screaming. And when they would go into his room, they would find him scared, like shivering in bed under his covers. And his room would be in total disarray from overturned furniture, scattered toys, like curtains ripped down. And Gene blamed Robert. And similarly, whenever things were moved like inexplicably, inexplicably throughout the house or when toys 
would break or would get lost, Gene would blame Robert. And so his parents were skeptical because, like, yeah, if your little kid is, like, messing stuff up in the house, getting in trouble, like, they may blame something else to get out of trouble. But they didn't fully dismiss Gene's claims because they were still unnerved by all of the strange events and particularly the deep voices. Um, and had even been, the parents had been told by their servants that the servants would hear small footsteps and laughter in the house when the house like was otherwise <laughs> empty. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Not great. Um, but eventually, you know, this kind of went on for his whole life and Gene had his whole like childhood growing up and Gene had this like bizarre relationship with the doll for his whole life. Um, but eventually Gene grew up and left home to study art. But when he left, Robert, the doll was moved to the attic where he was locked up and stayed for many, many years. (sighs) His parents were just like, yeah, absolutely not. I don't know why they didn't throw the doll away. Maybe Gene like refused to let them throw him away. Maybe. Um, but in 1930, Jean married a woman named Annette Parker in Paris. And after his parents passed away, Jean and Annette moved back to the Otto family home in Key West. And as soon as they got home, Jean brought Robert down from the attic and placed him in the windowsill of his old childhood bedroom on the second floor. And Jean then turned that bedroom into his art studio. Oh my God. And he would spend like all of his time in the art studio with Robert there with him. And it became like a point of contention in the relationship, which I'll talk about in a few minutes. Um, but Gene basically like resumed his obsession with Robert the doll and like needing to be with him at all times. I wonder if like he was still as fascinated when they weren't living there. Like if he was constantly talking about Robert or, or thinking about him and like, couldn't wait to get back to that. I would assume so. I'm frankly surprised he didn't bring Robert with him. Like when he went to go study art. Although maybe Robert was like, I don't want to leave my home. Like this is my home. I'm going to stay. Um, I'm sure he was talking about this doll all the time though. Cause his wife seemed pissed about it. Like, uh, seemed, uh, yeah, yeah, I would be too. <laughs> so, um, they moved back to the family home. He is working in his art studio with Robert in the windowsill and the auto family home. They then became known as the artist house. Um, like that was the name it was given sort of in the community. And Jean had always had this dream of turning it eventually into an art museum with his own art all over the house. Um, but sadly the stream was never realized, uh, just because they like never did it. Not cause anything like, not that Robert like stopped it from happening. It just, yeah. they never accomplished that goal. Um, and school, school children who walked by the home said that they would see Robert disappear and reappear in the windowsill before their very eyes. Oh my God. Like they would look, see him look away for like a second, look up and he'd, and be, he'd gone. be gone and not because Jean was like, right. Moving him around <laughs> right. And like playing pranks. Oh my God. Um, and a lot of people because of that and just because of like their knowledge of the doll and the energy that the house gave off, people would avoid walking by the house entirely in the community. So it just was kind of like this big known thing. Everybody knew that the doll. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, so Jean, Annette, his wife, and Robert lived in the house for many years before Jean eventually died in 1974, and Annette died in 1976. 
and there are a few conflicting reports about what actually happened. Um, and some allege that Annette despised Robert and died from insanity after finally locking him back in the attic for good. So some people think that was like Robert's revenge <gasps> took taken upon Annette, the woman who like stole Jean from him. Oh my um, god. And then others claim that Jean died with Robert at his side, like <gasps> in his arms in bed. So Oh my god. Both scenarios not great. No. And very creepy. Sinister. Yeah, very sinister. Um, but regardless of what actually happened, the two of them died. <laughs> the Otto family home was sold to a woman named Myrtle Reuter in the late 1970s, and Robert was sold along with the house. And Myrtle claimed that Robert often moved around the house on his own, which corroborated a lot of Jean's childhood experiences. And from what I gathered, it didn't seem like Myrtle knew Robert the doll's history, like all the way back to Jean's childhood. Like, I think she yeah. knew that the doll existed and it was kind of weird, but I don't think she, she didn't know the full extent. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and Robert, the doll's expression was also known to change if visitors talked about Jean in a negative way. So like if they were, if the doll was like visible in the house and she had guests over and they said something about Jean, the doll's like, of mouth would like turn into a frown and its eyes like its eyes would like oh my god its brows would furrow and it would get look like angry about it and there were multiple reports of this happening <gasps> um not just like one person reporting it like this would happen a lot and i believe this That's also so happened um once the doll was put on display in the museum which i'm going to talk about soon so just very creepy sinister was like the perfect word to describe it so myrtle was Robert's caretaker for nearly 20 years, and she even took him with her when she moved to a new house six years later. Um, but eventually she decided that she'd had enough of his antics and his, like, terrifying vibe. And so she donated him to the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida, um, and she died just a few months after donating him. And I said, is it a coincidence? I don't know. How old was she? They didn't mention. Okay. But, st but still, still, the timing is I know. convenient. I mean, people believe that Otto's <clears throat> wife died after she locked him away for good in the <gasps> attic. And this woman gave Robert away and she died just a couple months later. Yeah. So, I don't know. So museum staff at the Fort East Martello Museum noticed an energy shift at the museum almost immediately. Um, and Robert wasn't put on display right away, but word spread about his being there and people grew cur curious and felt like really eager to see him. And this was people not just in Key West, but like his story had spread throughout the area. And so people like made it a point to want to come to this museum to finally see like the menacing Robert the doll. And they put, he's like, it's kind of, it's not the same as Annabelle, but he's like behind like very strong glass and yeah. he's like on full display so that if he goes missing, like it's <laughs> obvious that he's not there anymore. Um, 
But once Robert was put on display and people started to visit, strange things started to happen. So you have like the typical, you know, people would go to take pictures of him and there would be orbs in the background or their phone batteries would drain instantly. Um, Their cameras would malfunction. Um, And the museum staff even warned visitors to ask for Robert's permission before taking a photo because people reported um, very, what's the word? Not valid. Uh, legitimate claims of curses and bad luck that would befall them. Um, if they took a picture of Robert without his permission or like acted disrespectful to him, they would get reports of that from visitors, um, who like left the museum and then shit started hitting the fan in their personal lives. And people have reported all sorts of misfortunes from small to big after disrespecting Robert, including, Immediately getting into car crashes upon leaving the museum, having massive, like unexplainable relationship breakdowns, or even experiencing sudden death and disease in their families. Oh my. And then there are also, like, those are sort of the more serious ones, but then there are ones where, like, people will be like, my credit card got declined, or like yeah. smaller things, um, but still things that are like, that don't have an explanation. And then the timing of yeah, having seeing, just seen Robert yeah. was very mm-hmm. suspicious. Um, But one of the weirdest things about all of this to me is that the former visitors who experienced this bad luck or these misfortunes, um, they send letters addressed to Robert to the museum offering apologies for disrespectful behavior and in some cases begging for forgiveness. And a woman named Corey Convertido, who is the curator of the museum, says that Robert probably gets one to three letters a day and has received over 1,000 letters in total. And like they save them and catalog them. Um, And he apparently also gets emails and messages on social media. And this woman, Corey, runs the social media accounts for Robert the Doll. Robert the Doll. And he also gets offerings like candy or small gifts or money. Money? Yeah, it's like all from people like begging for his forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really creepy. Um, And museum staff claim that Robert has been found in different positions within his case. Um, They'll also sometimes hear small footsteps around the museum, which is similar to what the Otto family servants heard when their house was supposed to be empty. Um, And they also mentioned seeing distinct changes in the doll's expression if somebody does something like egregiously disrespectful. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. Um, Have you ever seen Chucky? Because I haven't. No. And I just kept thinking of Chucky the whole time I was. Have you seen doing this. the boy? No. <laughs> <laughs> that is maybe more similar to that what this is. Is what I've been thinking about this whole time because the boy is a doll who there's no actual child in the house, uh-huh. but the parents. I'm using oh, quotation they, marks. They pretend that this boy is a real boy, and like the it centers around this woman who's coming to be the nanny and she thinks it's a b- real boy obviously and she shows up and it's a doll oh my god and the parents are acting like it's a real boy and then it starts moving like she'll it'll start moving by itself and oh. all this stuff do they have him because it's like a, they, they couldn't have kids thing and so they so. had a real child oh and then it died. supposedly oh if you're gonna watch it i don't want to okay, spoil don't tell anything me. but yeah <gasps> <laughs> this movie sounds good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this is definitely more the boy vibes than <laughs> Chucky. Um, um, yeah, so the Robert the doll like lives permanently in this museum, and you can go visit him, um, but you just really have to like 
you got to take the visit very seriously and not mess around when you're there because clearly a lot of people go to visit him and think it's a joke and then Robert yeah, like, of course. ruins their lives which skeptics he has a, going a skeptic yeah, you know? and he has a track record, track record of doing that um, so before closing out my story of Robert, I of course have to mention any Robert the Doll appearances in the media. Um, so there's a five part movie series about Robert the Doll. I mean, they're like, I, they've obviously never been in theaters and I don't even think they were like put on DVD. I don't know where you can find these movies, but they have trailers like straight to TV movies or something. They're straight to something (laughs) in the same category of those really shitty sci-fi movies on Amazon. That's what they feel like. Um, but so Robert's story inspired the 2015 British horror film titled Robert, which tells the tale of a cursed doll that terrorizes a family leading to a series of horrifying events. And this the reason I mentioned Chucky earlier is because I'd forgotten the trailer of this movie gave Chucky vibes. Like it just oh. it like the doll looked like Chucky. It was kind of funny. Like it <laughs> the trailer, these movies do not look scary at all. Um, but apparently the 2015 movie was somewhat of a success because it led to, as I said, four sequels. Um, and the last three really take an unexpected twist. So the first one, like I just said, is a typical, you know, doll haunting a family, mm-hmm. whatever. And then we have the second movie, which came out in 2016, called The Curse of Robert the Doll, which continues the story of Robert. And from the trailer I watched on YouTube, it it looks like Robert is in a museum, like he is in Key West, and he is basically terrorizing like the people of the museum, and he's yeah. breaking free, and he's stabbing people. <laughs> There's a lot of blood in these first two, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? But so it's, you know, a typical, like, sure, the doll, you know, yeah. is haunting people or whatever. Okay. And then this takes, I was like shocked when I watched the next three trailers. <laughs> so the next one is called Robert and the Toy Maker, uh, which was made in 2017, which tells the story of a toy maker in 1941 Germany. There who it is. acquired a <laughs> mystical book that gives life to inanimate objects. And he creates Robert the doll and then spends most of the movie on the run from the Nazis who are trying to acquire the mystical book for their own nefarious purposes. So we go from two, like, you know, dolls haunting right. a family, dolls in a museum, to all of a sudden we have a toy maker in World War II who is trying to hide his doll possession magical book from the Nazis for whatever they would want to use that for. And then it for. made its way to Florida. It did. <laughs> well, then we have Revenge of Robert the Doll in 2018, which is the next movie. And from what I could gather from this trailer, it looks like the toy maker is still on the run from the Nazis. So I'm not quite sure what happened in the last movie to where that wasn't resolved um so that continues in the fourth movie and then in the fifth and final movie called robert reborn which was released in 2019 i'm just going to read what was in the youtube description box because at this point i'm getting tired of these movies but they said in 1951 ussr as the cold war intensifies infamous dictator joseph stalin is suffering with illness and his death is imminent meanwhile kgb agent stoikov discovers a mysterious stage show in the baltic region featuring three creepy dolls robert um 
Kalashkinov and a doll named Miss Cyclops. Spellbound by the lifelike animation displayed by the dolls on stage, Stachikov investigates the show's host and discovers that he is a German toy maker who owns a mystical book which holds the key to eternal life. Believing the toy maker and his book will help Stalin escape death, Stachikov kidnaps him and they board a plane to Moscow. <laughs> but the toy maker's living creations have followed them. When the plane is in midair, all hell breaks loose as Stachikov and his team of KGB agents realize the three dolls are on board and will stop at nothing to rescue their puppet master. <laughs> we, I thought that they were going to, I thought the way that was going to go is that they were going to somehow put Stalin's essence into the doll <laughs> and that all the hauntings were actually Stalin. <laughs> hey, I mean, look, there's still time for a sixth Robert the Doll movie. And frankly, at this point, anything is possible. So do you see what I oh meant when God. I was like, okay, first two are yes. normal, and then the, the last three just, I'm like, where the <laughs> fuck did any of this come from? Oh my God, just because they mentioned that, who was originally from Germany? The the, the doll was from, Robert was from Germany. Okay, so that's where they had gotten they him got originally Germany, from. They got Germany, but he, he then Robert, they really, they just took that and ran. <laughs> they took it and ran. That director had the time of his life, let me tell you. <laughs> Also, I'm like, where did you get the money to make all these movies? Because, yeah, they're crappy movies, but they still cost money to make. Maybe he filmed it on iPhone. Wait, <laughs> when did they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, iPhone. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, they didn't have that in 1940. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, no, no, no. The last one came out in 2018 or some shit. <laughs> oh, honestly. Oh, my God. But the guy who plays the German toy maker. Is he hot? Absolutely not. He's like 75 years old and he has a wig that is a, it's a bald cap, but with crazy hair on the side. And it's just, I'll show you. Trying to make him look like Einstein. uh, Yeah. Like a Walmart Einstein. (laughs) (laughs) So then of course, because Zach Baggins has his grubby little fingers and everything in October of 2015, Robert the doll was taken to Las Vegas to be temporarily featured in Zach Baggins's haunted museum exhibit. So I guess like he had a exhibit in Vegas where he showed off all the haunted stuff that he possesses. Yep. Um, and the travel channel filmed a special about the doll, which would later air as the first episode in a series called ghost adventures artifacts, which I feel like we should watch because it's probably just Zach Baggins. Talking about remember, all do you this remember stuff. the devil's rocking chair that I talked about? With yes. My war- that was in his museum. Mm-hmm. So that's probably in the artifacts too. That was but on he the- had to shut that one down. Did he? Did you probably talked about it in your story, I but I don't yeah. remember. But that's okay. <laughs> um but I also I Googled Robert the Doll on YouTube. I I searched Robert the Doll on YouTube to find see if there were any like clips of shows that people had done about it or whatever. Um, and there was a clip from a travel channel show that wasn't this one, but it was some woman talking about Robert the doll and she goes up to him in the museum and she goes, oh, Robert, we meet again. <laughs> I was like, what? And long lost lover. The clip was only a minute and a half long. So I was like, well, this gives me nothing to go off of. But I, I was like, is she a psychic? Is she like a fangirl? Like, is it like a Manson situation where people like do pilgrimages to go see him? I don't know. But it made me laugh. But Robert the Doll is, I would not laugh in front of him. Let's be clear. Mm-mm. So in conclusion, Robert the Doll has haunted Key West, Florida for 118 years now. And it seems like he's showing no signs of stopping anytime soon. So if you're ever in the area and feel like paying him a visit, I'm sure he'd love the company. Just remember to be polite. Oh my God. And that is the brief story of Robert the Doll. Wow. 
He's like an evil elf on the shelf. <gasps> well, elf on the shelf, like on its own, gives really bad vibes to me. That's true, but they've never made anybody go insane that I know of. <laughs> that I know of. Did your family do elf on the shelf? Yeah, we had elf on the shelf. I never did that. Yeah. Which honestly, I'm fine with. Yeah, but I, as a child, I thought it was so cool. Like, oh, oh yeah, God, I bet. <laughs> And then your parents were like, we didn't move him. <laughs> they're like secretly freaking the fuck out. <laughs> Every year, they're like, God damn elf. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, well, I guess that brings us to our paranormal protection tip of the week. you guys this week we're telling you guys to <laughs> you tell them <laughs> tell those motherfucking ghosts to get lost and then ignore them <laughs> sorry stand in the place where they are active and say you are not welcome here then don't bring attention to them this means no seances or ouija board parties this only feeds the unhappy spirits and makes them more active you know what's so funny <laughs> is that i've heard this tip several times and so i'm sure for some spirits it works like yeah that's, that's how it works because you imagine you have a demonic entity in your home and you're like get the fuck out and then you ignore them I as they're like lighting their ha- your house on fire and there's blood I coming from the walls. They're like they said to ignore it, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think this is like if we, okay, this is more alluding to that if there is a little like nuisance in your home, yeah, like and, a, a and kind of if you're giving it ghost. your energy, it will feed off of that. Yeah, definitely. Whereas if it's a demon or something <laughs> like that, that's a different kind of issue. Um, you might want to call your local exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just ghost the ghost, you know? Yeah. Totes. <laughs> Totes my ghost. Totes my ghost. <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening to this shorter episode. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at DFWG Podcast. And if you feel so inclined, you may join our Patreon at patreon.com slash DFWG Podcast. Shout out to our patrons, Brittany, Nikki, Jeremiah, Katie, Tom, and Jennifer. A couple new ones there. Yes. Thanks, you guys. Send in your (laughs) encounters to our email at DFWG Podcast. Wait. (laughs) What? Okay. Um, make sure to today. <laughs> make sure to send in your encounters to our email, dfwgpodcast at gmail.com. And also, please rate and review us on Spotify and Apple because that helps us to reach uh, new potential listeners. Yeah. And remember, tell those unwanted ghosts to get lost. And always stay away from Ouija boards. Bye. Bye. Bye.